Good morning. Thank you for calling Declared Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. This is Jacqueline. Good morning, Jacqueline. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Kemper, good morning. Good morning, Kemper. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. God's got our back all the time. You have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you too. Thank you. Can you keep Can you keep me and my husband in your in prayer, please? Yes, I certainly can. My husband has a a doctor. A, oh gosh, it's a it's a, it's hard to say where he's going to be going in for it in going in for Kaiser and then he'll be coming home. He doesn't have to stay or anything. 
Okay. It's actually at Elk Grove Senior Center is where he'll be. Okay, so he has a doctor's appointment today? Well, it's not really, a, it's hard to say. It's a, a, well, you can consider it that, yeah. Okay. Please. I'm very worried and concerned. Okay, we will certainly be lifting up your husband. What's his name again, Susie? Rick Romack. Rick, okay, thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Lakeisha. Good morning, Lakeisha. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Valacita. It's Miss B. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Miss B. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, Miss Leomia. Good morning, Mother Leomia. Happy Wednesday. Good to hear yourself. Thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. Sorry about that. Okay. Talk it over to me. Yeah, I just want to please report I made another trip around the sun yesterday. Oh, is this Brother Michael? Yes. Well, happy belated birthday. This was yesterday? Yes, and I didn't get on the call. I overslept. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, you are, I want to wish you a very happy belated birthday. Hope you had a wonderful day. Thank you. Took the day off. Thank you. Oh, nice. And I heard someone else speaking. Who was that? Oh, I'm sorry. Good morning. This is Joyce. Um, Happy Wednesday to everyone. Good morning, Joyce. Happy Wednesday. Good to hear yourself. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Good morning, Dallas. Here's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. It's pretty Patrice. Happy Wednesday. Happy birthday, brother. Good morning, pretty. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. It's Krishanda. God bless. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Felicita and Declare Victory family. This is Topaz. Good morning, Topaz. Happy Wednesday to you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. 
We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in during the month of May, where our monthly theme is entitled, Deliverance. This month, the declares will focus on how deliverance is a transformation of one's being once they realize they are in bondage and surrenders their will to God. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through your cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have one spoken prayer request, and that's from Susie. She's asking for prayer for her husband, Rick. He has a doctor's appointment today. And I also want to mention that yesterday was Brother Michael's birthday. So happy belated birthday to you, Brother Michael. And God bless you. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. And then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is from Psalms chapter 32, verse 7. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah, Father, we bless you. For today, we bless you for your goodness and your mercy. God, we just thank you for allowing us to see the dawning of a new day. We thank you for waking up this morning after being touched um, by a finger of your love. Uh, we thank you for finding ourselves with a portion of our health and strength, the ability to move, the ability to feel, the ability to think, the ability to even feel, God, our emotions and hunger and all of the things that come along with living this life father we thank you because we realize it's nothing but your mercy and your grace that allowed us to see this day so we thank you we thank you for watching over us last night as we slept god we thank you for watching over us last night as we laid awake we just thank you for your protection god we thank you 
for all that your hand has provided. We recognize that it is in you that we live, we move, we have our being. We recognize that you are the all-sufficient one. And in you, we find everything that we need. So, God, we come before you today on this first day of Wednesday, thanking you for even allowing us to make it this far into the year 2023, realizing it was nothing that we've done of our own. It wasn't even our own good health that has sustained us, God. It is nothing but your grace, your mercy, and your love. So we come seeking your face this morning and not your hand. And as a show, as a demonstration of gratitude, we take a moment before we ask you for anything. And we look around and we make a conscious decision to thank you for everything. God, everything that thy hand has provided, we take a moment and we pause and we say thank you. Hallelujah, in the midst of prayer requests, in the midst of petitions, in the midst of things that we're identifying that we would love for you to do, we take a moment and we pause and we say thank you for everything that you've already done. Because if we took a minute to calculate things and to count up things, God, and we took a minute to just realize how much you do on a regular basis that we don't even ask you for, the things that we take for granted. If we sit with ourselves and if we be honest, we could say, if you don't do anything else, you've already done enough. So we come to you, Father, as dear children, not seeking anything but to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. You are so good. You're so kind. You're so merciful, God. You know our needs are far off. So even if we don't ask you for anything else, you're so gracious towards us. You already have made provisions for what is in your will. So God, if we ask you for anything today, it's simply that thy will be done on earth as it already is in heaven. We thank you, God, that you've already made provision for our needs. You've already made provision for the things that's coming down the road that we don't even have insight into. We thank you for being a good, true and living God. We thank you for being omnipotent, all-knowing, omnipresent. We thank you for being all that we need. God, we bless you on today. We thank you for life, God. We thank you for life in Christ Jesus. God, we thank you for an opportunity to take a look at ourselves, to take inventory, to sit back and look at our lives, God, and to identify the parts of us that's not like you and to say, make us afresh, God. Make us over. Put us on the potter's wheel. Father, we thank you for an opportunity to even study about deliverance, God, and we ask that you would deliver us from ourselves. Deliver us from pride, God. Deliver us from ego. Deliver us, God, even from the hurt and the pain and the shackles and the weights that we carry, God. Deliver us, oh God. Naturally, spiritually, God, deliver us like only you can. Because if you deliver, we'll be forever delivered. God, we ask that you will open up the eyes of our hearts. Open up our ears so that we can not only hear your word, but that we can become doers of your word and that we can have a greater understanding of what your word means to us. God, even as we go into today's declaration, God, I pray that everybody that's on the call, those that will listen after the call, will come with the 
heart and the mind to be open to hear what the Spirit is saying to us, God, on today. So I ask that you will remove, God, every scale. Hallelujah. Remove every plug from ears, every scale from eyes so that we can hear you. God, I pray for sincere hearts from today. I pray that, God, we will not have a spirit of disobedience on today. God, I ask that you will prepare our hearts so that your will can be done in our lives. God, we ask that we would be used, God, as vessels of honor and dishonor and not dishonor, God. And we realize that, that requires preparation. So as you continue to work on us, we thank you for loving us enough to not leave us as we are. God, we thank you for loving us enough to want us to be delivered and to make provision for that to happen. Your word said that we are to let this mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus. And so, God, we thank you for transformation that comes along with deliverance. We thank you for a heart to surrender. We thank you for a heart that's willing to sacrifice. Even though sacrifice is painful, your words and obedience is better than that. And so, God, we thank you that we come willing to do the work, willing to cut off what needs to be cut off, willing to lay before you what needs to be laid before you. God, we thank you for an open altar, God. We thank you for a throne that we can come boldly and receive mercy, God, in time of trouble. So God, we thank you. Father, I lift up everybody under the sound of my voice, those that have prayer requests on today, those that are carrying burdens for other people, whether they voice them or not. Father, I thank you for the office of intercessory prayer on today. I thank you for every intercessor that you have lifted up, God, that comes and stands in the gap for other people. Father, I ask that you would touch them, God, even as they intercede for other people, that you would bless them and bless them indeed. You know their needs are far off, God. I thank you for those willing to say, I'm going to put my needs aside and lift up someone else on today because that's what I was called to do. Father, I ask that you would bless them like only you can. We lift up those that are believed on today. God, we lift up Regina Washington as she gets ready to bury her only daughter, God, on Saturday. We ask that you would do what only you can do and that comfort her, God. We thank you, God, that she is in a place where she's not questioning your will. Hallelujah. We ask that you would just bless her as she walks this process out. Father, we ask that you would heal her heart and give her peace that surpasses all of her understanding. We thank you for 34 years of love. We thank you for 34 years of laughter and for joy, God. And we lift up that baby, God, who is being raised now without a mother. God, you are a mother to the motherless, a father to the fatherless. God, we thank you that your will is being done, even in the midst of our not understanding. And God, we lift up other families that find themselves in the same place. We lift up mother, uh, mothers, God, that have lost their children, even as Mother's Day approaches. God, only you know that pain. So, God, we lift them up to you today, asking that you would do for them what only you can do. And that's be God in the midst of their pain and in the midst of their sorrow. We lift up those that are suffering inside of their bodies, hallelujah, with different ailments. God, we thank you that you are a great physician. You are the great physician and you have never lost the case. So Father, we continue to lift up Chris Jackson to you. Hallelujah, we thank you for 
sustaining his life. God, we every day, God, we just bless you for another day and another day and another day. Father, we lift up those that are in charge of his care, and we ask that you would open up their minds, God, that you would use them. God, we thank you for miracles, signs, and wonders. We've seen you do it before, and so we have no doubt that you can do it again according to your will. Father, we lift up Aisha. God, we ask that you would continue to keep her heart, continue to keep her spirit, continue to keep her trust in you, because that is the only anchor that she has on today. Father, we lift up others that find themselves in the same perilous situation, God, but still bold enough to say, in God, we trust. Father, we lift up everyone, God, that has been dealing with mental and emotional unwellness. God, we lift up this sin-sick world to you. Father, we thank you that in the midst of school shootings across this nation, God, that that has not been our testimony. We thank you that that has not been the testimony of our children, of our community locally. Father, we just thank you for your hand of mercy and protection that rests upon us. Even as we drive, God, yes, your hand of protection and mercy that rests upon us as we go into grocery stores and into malls, taken for granted that others have done the same and not walked out. Father, we thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that is our daily guide. We thank you, God, for protection from danger seen and unseen danger. We thank you for every door that you have closed to protect us. We thank you for every door that you opened that made us uncomfortable. We thank you for the stretching and the making on today. We thank you for the things that went into our making, God, that we didn't understand, but we survived it and it worked out. We thank you that you are so much greater than we are. We thank you that you know what's best for us. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. You are good, good God. And we count it a privilege to bless you on today. So God, even with the needs that we have, even with the petitions that we have, the desires that we have, God, we bring them before you with joy. We bring them before you with thanksgiving because we know that you hear us when we pray. So, Father, as we take our phones off from you, we thank you for another opportunity to worship you corporately. As we take our phones off from you, we thank you for another opportunity to come together and to declare that you are God. And we thank you we pray for you. We magnify your holy word. For you are a holy God. We thank you for your We Thank you. 
fasting is not for God, it is for you. It is to cultivate relationship from a genuine place, from a place of authenticity um, in an effort to not only have clarity and understanding, but more than anything, it's an amazing discipline that teaches us how um, to be strong and courageous. It takes some of the weight off when approaching the throne of grace. And so for those of you that can and will today, I'd ask that you push back your plate from now until 5 p.m. Um, today I'm doing straight water and I might go a little bit longer as I have a lot of things uh, ironed in the fire. And I just want to make sure that my footing is sure, um, that my steps are clear as they are ordered, and that my heart uh, is postured properly to receive from the Father. Just a general reminder for those of you that can and will to protect the continuity of the call for reasons of maintaining the playback. You may not have done it already. There may be some new people on the call. Once we enter, we mute our phones um, just so that there's clarity throughout the call and I can still hear a bit of background noise. So if you would for me, check, double check and triple check your line to ensure uh, that your phone is muted. Um, a couple of really quick announcements uh, before I go into the declaration. Um, Ramona, who we call Moxie and um, Shell, if you can, I still hear somebody moving and shaking in the background. If you would take a look at the board and make sure um, that they are muted for us, please. Amen. Amen. Um, Moximona is doing a feeding in the city of Oakland. If you are in Oakland, California, um, Declare Victory has a sign up for volunteer services um, form. If you would complete that or contact her directly via inbox. Okay, if you are interested in going out into the community, actually being hands and feet, um, she is in need of assistance, uh, and I'm not positive of the date. Mona, if you would text me the date of your serving uh, before the call ends, I'll make sure that I reiterate um, that date. Also, um, July 29th, mark it on your calendars. July 29th, we will be having, um, I'm going to call it a Declare Victory uh, appreciation. It'll be an outside event uh, in the city of Venetia, the city of Venetia, J July 29th. So for those of you that live out of state that are interested in coming um, to spend some time with us, uh, my, my amazing brother David Burrs is sponsoring our event. <laughs> And um, so I'm going to need to have a conversation with some of you that would like to volunteer for that day. It will be what it always has been, boatloads of fun, things for the children to do, jumpers and such, music, um, I'm sure some amazing food uh, and some more stuff. Some details will be released by the end of this week. So again, that's July 29th of 2023. Amen. I'm very excited about that. Hopefully I'll get to see some of you that have been here for years. It is our nine-year anniversary celebration. So 
I am uh, humbled, honored, um, but more importantly, I'm excited to be able to, to love on you and to get to know some of you guys offline as opposed to uh, behind the shadows of this uh, <laughs> this safe place that God has given us to um, grow in grace and in love for him. Amen. Amen. Um, right before I go into the declaration, I want to say publicly, um, and I'm not sure if he's even on the call, but should he go back and listen to the playback, I want to thank uh, Minister Phil Watson for jumpstarting this month with a five-hour get kicked off the airwaves teaching Q&A and some more stuff uh, on Monday. I'm grateful for not just the interest, 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 but also for um, the space and the time to talk about something that is considered extremely taboo. I did not know in October of 2022 when the Lord gave me all 12 months of uh, shares. It, it, it speaks to a whole bunch of stuff. You use your imagination, but I never knew a movie called Come Out in the Name of Jesus would be available for us to go and sit in, participate in, and, and actually go through uh, the process and or the steps of deliverance. I had no idea that this month's theme would fall on the heels of that. To be real honest, I don't look back at it when he gives it to me, um, but the order in which Holy Spirit gave divine design for how the information has been delivered this year is still blowing my mind. I still hear somebody off mute. I'm going to give you a second to look at your phone and mute it for us. And I, I also know that the enemy's job is to be distracting. Um, so I'm, I'm not confused, but for a willing, able person or body, maybe you just joined the call, please look down at your phone and make sure you are muted. I'm still listening to you move around. Amen. Amen. Um, nevertheless, again, thank you to Philip. Thank you to um, Minister Jerry for uh, another a four-hour <laughs> phone call yesterday. At least y'all didn't get kicked off. Um, and last and finally, I thank each and every one of you um, that had the courage to, number one, share your testimonies. I thank God for the safe space that has been created, that has been um, designer just for your heart, specifically for those of you that have felt as if you've been in isolated places, that you were in this thing by yourself and that uh, you were going through what you've gone through and overcome and um, pressed your way to the next. I'm grateful that God has designed this space and this opportunity for freedom to actually be dispatched in this dispensation so that you can walk in truth and authority. Amen. Uh, we know without a shadow of a doubt that deliverance is the children's bread and that that bread is for you. That bread is for those that have uh, the courage to say, listen, I am struggling. Um, I am broken. I am bound. And uh, obviously, I'm missing some pieces. Um, and so we're going to go into this. Uh, today will be um, um, a lighter day, but there are some things I want you to understand. Um, God did not do this 
and have this topic in this place um, because there's nothing else to do, because there is no need. There is a need for many. Um, last and finally, uh, yesterday I, I took a chance, um, and I, following, of course, the unction of the Holy Spirit, during my journey of of not only walking into what it is that God has called me to, um, overcoming some of the stigma, some of the fear associated with um, just the idea of deliverance. And based on your denominational exposure, um, some things just were not conversations. Some things were, and, and not for, I don't think, any malice or any um, malicious intent, um, but more importantly, for uh, a lack of knowledge, the word of God says that men perish for lack of knowledge. You cannot confront, contain, um, uh, control anything that you don't acknowledge exists. And I'm sure that this morning there are people who may never have heard conversation or content or context around the idea or concept of deliverance. But as I've been on this journey, um, there were a couple of different teachers that have really been inspirational to my own personal deliverance, to my understanding as it relates to deliverance, um, to teaching me how to pray in context and in line with the truth of God's word for our lives as it relates to not just deliverance, um, but a, a fervent prayer life, a prayer life that, that exposes kingdom vernacular and not religious jargon that does not um, limit me from my own understanding. And I reached out to Apostle Stephen Garner um, who will actually be closing out the month of May. If you don't know who he is, um, I would absolutely encourage, implore, um, and suggest that you follow him on social media. He is an amazing, amazing vessel for the kingdom, and he will be closing our call out uh, on the, the final day of our deliverance teaching. I am humbled. I am honored. Um, I was absolutely blown away that he not only said yes, um, but said that he would be honored. My sister, Sabrina, Sabrina's sister, Charlotte, is actually there. She moved to Chicago to um, live there under his ministry. So I'm beyond excited about that. Um, I'm super excited to be able to share his ministry gift with you all. Um, and I, I assure you that by the end of this month, um, some of you will be um, propelled into places that you never thought you would enter just from having a greater understanding. Always keeping in mind that deliverance is not always vomiting and sliding on the floor. It's not always jumping up and down or hollering at the top of your lungs. Sometimes deliverance is a change of concept and uh, a shift in idea, um, an exposure of a false truth or the revelation of the truth in and of itself. And so I know that God is strategic in how he does things, but I believe that some of us will be loosed for an eternity as it relates as it relates to this particular month in this series and so um, my prayer God cover me keep my mind Holy Spirit I am an empty vessel without you speak through my words encourage hearts with your love and continue to keep 
uh, each and every person under the sound of my voice in your care. Let no backlash hit any of us. Um, and more than anything, Holy Spirit, reveal the truth in love to power that men might be free and operate from the most optimal place in the identity you set from the very foundation of the earth, according to what's written in Psalms 139, 13 through 16, what's written in your books may it manifest in the earth. Amen. And God, I bless you. Uh, real quick, May 20th, um, May 20th from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. in East Oakland. Uh, again, May 20th. 2023 from 1 p.m. until 6 p.m. And perhaps if there are several of you, um, Ramona can work with you to set um, a schedule so that she has coverage that entire time. Amen. All right, let's let's get it. So um, let me let me preface a couple of things. And, and again, um, today will be simple, um, but give you enough context for you to begin to study on your own. Second Timothy 2.15 says uh, that we are to study to show thyself approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. And uh, technically, we'll be talking about throughout the course of this month, why deliverance? Um, who is deliverance for? Who can administer deliverance? When is deliverance necessary? What does deliverance consist of? And where can deliverance be administered? Um, I want to answer those questions really, really simply. Why deliverance? Because it is necessary. It is necessary for any believer um, uh, under the, the sound of my voice. And again, it is not just having uh, what some would call a Baptist fit. It is not just being overthrown or uh, vomiting violently. However, it absolutely can be uh, to the degree of slithering on the ground like a snake, um, to the degree of uh, physically wanting to fight someone. It can be a lot of different things, but I, I want to take the fear out of the idea of the need for deliverance. Okay. Um, who is deliverance for? His children. It is for those who have confessed with their mouth, even those that have not confessed with their mouth. It is for anyone who knows without a shadow of a doubt um, that you are oppressed, that you are trying to figure out why you can't get past certain limits, why you feel like uh, you take two steps forward and you are dragged. 10 steps back. Sometimes it is based upon um, historical sin or iniquity. You have to understand the different levels and layers to this. There are processes that go with getting a revelation or a deeper or greater understanding about what deliverance is, how deliverance works, who deliverance is for, and how deliverance actually takes place. When is deliverance necessary? It is necessary um, you know, I'll give you scripture in just a moment to, to go with this. I actually have a document if anybody wants it. Um, there are multiple scriptures that speak directly to deliverance, but I want to talk about just a few today and the approach. Um, the next one is um, what does deliverance consist of? Deliverance consists of more than anything an acknowledgement um, that 
bondage is recognized, an acknowledgement or a confession or a profession, um, a renunciation, uh, a renouncing, coming out of agreement with, disavowing. There are certain things that we have done over time, and we've come into agreement with certain things um, sometimes unbeknownst to us, which is why some of the vernacular is known and unknown or back 40 generations because we understand, according to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, that we can be riddled with things that our great, 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 great grandmothers did, our great, 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 great grandfathers did because of the generational gaps, right? And so um, we, we go through processes. Now, it's not always the case. Sometimes somebody can simply say, come up and out in Jesus' name, and exposure begins to happen, right? Um, deliverance begins to take place. And where can it be administered? Baby, listen, I am sometimes at the grocery store, at the laundromat in passing. I might catch somebody at a bus stop, and God will immediately begin to do what he does. A deliverance worker, somebody that administers deliverance, is not special. It's not unique. It's not fancy. It is the life of a believer, and I promise you I'll prove it with the word of God. Um, one of the things that God began to show to me, and, and based on your denominational exposure, for especially um, for me, like in the Baptist church or CME or AME or um, uh Protestant or there there are several different um, denominations that it's just not a conversation. And again, all well-meaning. This is not to bash denominations. I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in most is you gaining the liberty necessary to, I'm, I'm going to use this term, to move about the cabin. There are things that God wants to do with, in and through you, but with certain oppression, with certain um spiritual influences, there's a difference between um, evil spirits. There's a difference between demons and devils. They're all, they all have different rankings. One thing you'll learn about um, any type of spiritual warfare or spiritual um, oppression is that there are rankings, and the kingdom of darkness is extremely organized. Um, at times, I would suggest that it's more organized than kingdom citizens than those of us that come from um, the kingdom of God. And I'm not talking about religious people. I'm not talking about traditional people. I'm not talking about church people. I'm talking about kingdom people. And I, I promise you by the time this month ends, there will be a differential. You'll be able to tell um, the difference between someone who has operated or owned or actually acknowledged that they are sent of God by God for kingdom purposes. That means to enlarge the kingdom of God. That means to enhance the body of Christ at large, right? And so that, that language, the vernacular, and um, Apostle Garner probably helped me more than anything with um, context and the vocabulary when it comes to intercession and to um, personal prayer. I think listening to him not not only changed um, how I pray, but it changed how I see my position in authority in Christ Jesus. Um, and so I'm I'm super excited to expose you to that level and to that layer.
I'm going to start with um, Matthew, and you guys can write these scriptures down. They will, will be essential to a greater understanding, a deeper revelation. The more you read, the more God will reveal his will to you through his word, right? Relationship with Holy Spirit begins to unlock those things, begins to open the eyes of your understanding. You'll always hear me say the scripture, Psalms 119, 130, that the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding. Our ultimate goal is not uh, to be running around looking for demons, even though sometimes uh, if you've ever been exposed to Philip M. Watson in deliverance teaching or ministry, he, he makes you hunt down demons and chase them and carry on. Um, <laughs> I just happen to be aware of them today. Amen. Um, so Matthew 3, 13 through 17, I'm going to focus on 16. And it says, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment, the heavens opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, 17, this is my son whom I love. With uh, whom I love, with him I am well pleased. This was um, the pronouncement. This was um, access to um, really helping people around him as normal as he seemed, as regular as he seemed before his ministry actually launched. Um, there was an announcement. I've said this before. God, the father pronounced that this is his son, that I sent him here. He has what it takes. He will do what is necessary. I sent him because I knew that you would need a savior. Um, again, Matthew 3, 13 through 17. So there are several um, several different scriptures that will speak specifically to when his ministry actually launched. And I want you guys to hear um, the, the context, Matthew 8, um, the 29th, I mean, I'm sorry, the 28th verse, write these down, Mark 5, verses 1 through 21, and finally Luke 8, 26 through 40. Now, this was the very first encounter Jesus had with a demon. It's the first thing that he did after his father pronounced who he was. It's the first marking of his ministry beginning. It was not his first trial sermon. <laughs> it, it was, he did not sing a solo. Can you mute your phone for me, please? Everything about these passages of scripture specifically speak directly to the fact that he casted out demons and devils. Now, I know that in this culture, in this time, um, I've heard context surrounding even the movie come out in the name of Jesus that uh, perhaps you should not spend your money. Perhaps you should, you know, save it, this, that, and the third. And, and it's fine if that's your understanding, but chances are um, the whole idea of not embracing, accepting, operating fully in deliverance ministry, chances are you you probably got a little something going on in the background. Anything that opposes the freedom of a believer anywhere 
is always contrary to God's desire for us simply because he said deliverance is our bread. It's what we eat of. It is what we live from. There's a place of freedom that happens only when you've been exposed to the truth of God word, God's word. Um, and for real, the revelation of the fact that deliverance is accessible. It's a real thing, you guys. And, and I only know um, because it's my experience. This is not something somebody told me. Um, this is my truth. And so in these passages, there are different accounts from different uh, writers with regard to um, this demon-possessed man that, that God, what do you want with me, Jesus? One of the things you'll notice about um, anyone dealing with struggling with spiritual warfare, dealing with uh, oppression or possession, depending on what state they are in spiritually, is there's a time of manifestation. Uh, if, in fact, hell knows your name, uh, if, in fact, you, you have not only been written in Lamb's Book of Life, but you are operating um, under the full surrender and submission to the truth of who God says you are based on the identity he prescribed for you from the foundation of the earth. Uh, demons should always recognize you. They should know that you are a threat. <laughs> they should know that you were sent into the earth to administer um, help for those that are dealing with oppression, dealing with demonic uh, uh, presences. We have a responsibility as believers, not me. We collectively, collaboratively, there isn't anyone um, that does not have access to this full gifting and operation, right? All right, so let's, let's just get some, some solid foundation. First of all, God's love for us is so immense. His love for us is so vicious. His love for us is, is the kind of love that will come and grab you out of a crack house. It'll pull you uh, off of the hostro. It'll drag you out of some other woman's husband's bed. It will uh, uh, separate you from, from those that are constant gossips. It'll pull you out of environments where lack and little is your portion, but it'll give you uh, uh, a desire to know him more and not for anything other than not for his hand, but you'll start to know um, um, the heart of God when it comes to you. You'll start to know uh, his, his idea as he reveals and unlocks. The more time you spend in his presence, his love uh, starts to woo you. With unfailing love has he drawn us. It is our responsibility to receive his love. Sometimes deliverance happens from getting the revelation of who God sees you as. Sometimes deliverance happens after a conversation. It's like the light bulb goes on. Like all of a sudden, what was cloudy, what was foggy, what was dense, what didn't have um, any, any power or authority to move you in times past, all of a sudden, what you'll start to notice is that your mind starts to clear up and your, your thoughts start to clear up. Some of the things that you wanted to do, you just don't really have a desire for anymore. Like for me, I don't have a desire to watch TV. I, I, and, and you may not think that you need deliverance from watching TV. <laughs> but listen, TV will make you docile if you let it. TV will zap out your dreams. Some of us need uh, a deliverance from our entertainment sources. His love is so vast 
It'll drag you from scrolling through the phone uh, uh, for hours and hours and hours and allowing your time to be sucked from you uh, with idle everything. And I'm not being funny. I'm, I'm, uh, this is like a real thing. The enemy's only job, and, and listen, the need for the deliverance, the enemy's only job is to distract you, is to deter you. We only have a couple of precious commodities. That is our name and the time that we've been given here in the earth. And to be real honest, uh, some of us need deliverance from the things that steal our time, the things we allow to take our time, the things we give and yield our time to. Now, I'm not saying that you need to read your Bible 24 hours a day, seven days a week, um, but I know that some of us are unproductive because of a spirit of sloth. Right. What that means is somebody that doesn't have, or a, a, I, I use this word, a ne'er do well. Right. Somebody who is lazy. Somebody who is technically considered trifling. Who cannot get from point A to point B. You keep having these bright ideas, but somewhere down the road, somewhere down the line, you get distracted. You get thrown off, and the next thing you know, you got the same complaints you had this time last year, and the the, the year before that, and the year before that. Some of us don't really understand that deliverance isn't just about a demon that hollers and screams. Sometimes we need deliverance from remedial things, things that you wouldn't even think are spiritly, are spirit-guided, are demonically influenced in us. Some of us have a, a, a primary struggle with getting our footing that, that has something to do with generational things. It, it goes back to grandmama and great-great-grandmama. Some of us choose bad relationships, and I'm just not just talking about uh, romantic relationships. I'm talking about friends where every time you guys get together, again, if the enemy's job is to steal, kill, and to destroy, the best way for him to trick you out of position is to waste your time. The, the easiest way for him to throw you uh, into a system or a cycle is to distract you with ridiculous conversations. Some of us are addicted to reality TV, right? And, and I'm not being funny. I'm telling you something because I've experienced it. Some of us have been robbed of hours and hours worth of time, wasting time on things that add absolutely no value to your life and you're trying to figure out why you can't get ahead, why you can't move forward. Sometimes it's simply because um, you are oppressed with a mind-binding spirit. It's a real thing. Sometimes you are overcome with a deaf and a dumb spirit, things that won't let you get past a certain ridge or you, you find yourself cresting consistently or every year in September or every year in January, you find yourself in the same exact rut. If you look at your journals for years and years and years, your complaint never modulates. It has the same tone. It has the same texture. You're dealing with the same struggle. You're dealing with the same mindset. Some of us are oppressed with a, a spirit of uh, a constant chronic complaining, right? You, you find yourself always, there's always an issue. The disposition is always a frustration. You always feel defeated, right? You're dealing with doubt and fear and being overwhelmed with guilt and shame. There are so many, so many levels and layers to this. And, and to be real honest, um, until you start asking the right questions, you will never get the right 
answer. Here is an opportunity for you to begin to interrogate the heavens about what is written in the scrolls of you. Yes, I said written in the scrolls. This is not new age. Google it. It's in your Bible, at your house, on your phone. There is, uh, okay, this is wearing me out. Um, it, it looks like it may be one of us on the board. Shell, check your board. Tosh, check your board because it's really loud. Somebody needs to mute their phone. You may be cooking. I don't know what's going on, but it, it's really, really bad. And I know that it, it may be the other thing, too. But if you would help me with the no, the noise in the background, that would be phenomenal. All right. Um, I'm going to do something real quick. Can you guys make sure you can still hear me? Can you still hear me? Can you still hear me? Um, somebody send me a text, please. I know everybody is muted. I don't want to take anything off. I just want to make sure you all can hear me. All right, perfect. Okay. Thank you, thank you. All right. So let's um okay, so let me let me go a little bit further. Thank you all. I got it. I got it. I know you can hear me. Thank you, all twenty seven of y'all. I love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all, y'all. I got thirty seven text messages in two seconds. I love my family. Amen. All right, let's go. Galatians five and one. Galatians 5 and 1, and I want you guys to write these scriptures down. Don't take anybody's word or anything. You hear me? Study, 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 pray, ask, seek, knock. Don't care what I say. I mean, you can listen to what I say, but trust and then verify. Go back to your own word. And I know for some of you, especially with those religious demons, honey, you screaming and kicking and probably uh, spitting and frustrated and all kind of stuff, honey, I don't care. Galatians 5 and 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Listen, a life that is undelivered, that is unsubmitted, is always overridden with a, a feeling, um, a fear. If you're dealing with fear, if you're dealing with anxiety, if you find yourself having panic attacks, listen, all that stuff is called demonic oppression, period. It doesn't have to exist in your life. It will stay as long as you let it. Freedom is an absolute decision. You can choose out. James 4 and 7, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Well, you can't resist something you won't acknowledge exists. Again, that's James 4 and 7. You have to understand that it is not natural. It is not normal. It is not healthy. It is not for you to thrive in the face of anything that steals the promised peace that God offers in the truth of the word of God, right? When you start to unlock and unfold and uncover all the lies that the enemy has told you, but again, you have to spend time in the word of God. You can't take my voice, anybody else's voice that might teach on this line, not even your pastors. You should always submit yourself to your pastor. If that's who God has assigned you to, don't take my words and twist them up. But what I'm saying is you need to know the truth of the word of God 
for yourself. This is the benefit of a kingdom citizen relationship, Psalms 32 and 7. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Have you ever been in a worship service where you had a minstrel and not just a musician or what we call a hireling, somebody that has submitted themselves to the truth of who God is, that when they play, something happens inside, you might get antsy or nervous or angry or frustrated or feel something come up in your throat or all of a sudden have to spit? Have you ever been in a worship service and you're trying to figure out why you can't be still or why all of a sudden sleep starts to set on you? Have you ever been in a worship service and under uh, the sound of a song, music being one of the most powerful things and additions to kingdom freedom, to deliverance process, music has always been instrumental in bringing about a change. Ask David and Saul. When Saul was depressed, he asked sin for David, that he could play for him, and it started to unlock things down on the inside. It is important that you understand that there are times in music uh, where shifts happen. And if you are attentive to the presence of God, you can literally feel when the shift happens. There are moments where sometimes I sit in worship services and my, my question is, when is the shift going to hit? The shift will hit and everything in the room will change. And if, in fact, uh, you have an ear to hear, there are moments of deliverance that have the power to happen. And again, sometimes it's just through your tears. Sometimes we just take a deep breath and release something. Sometimes it's a belch or you may pass gas or all of a sudden you feel like you got to go pee, right? All of those things happen oftentimes in, in musical settings with specific songs or an anointed psalmist is singing. Um, Psalms 34 and 4. It says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. Why would he have to deliver us from anything related to fear if it didn't exist? If that wasn't a thing, why would this even be here? Now, it doesn't say a deliverance worker <laughs> helped me out of fear, but the inference or the reference to um, the fact that there are many people that struggle, and, and probably 90% of us, we struggle with fear of uh, fear of man, um, fear of failure, fear of thriving. There are several different things that we will struggle with um, because that spirit of fear needs to be canceled out, right? It needs to be called up and out. There's somebody right now, I can sense you, I can feel you, um, and that thing is telling you that I'm stupid. I, I'm literally, I can hear a whole conversation that she don't know what she's talking about. She can't be delivered from fear. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. You absolutely can, right? All right, um, Psalms 34 and 17, get this, right? The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from their trouble. A lot of times when I administer deliverance or I'm working with somebody um, at the altar, or I'm working with somebody individually in the private sessions that um, I've been afforded the opportunity to do, sometimes I will plain and simply say, open your mouth for me real quick. <laughs> in the heat of a whole deliverance conversation, I just need you to holler at the top of your lungs like you slow. 
Just holler, just scream. Sometimes I'll tell people, go get in your car. Put your headphones on. Put you on some sunglasses or something so the people that see you riding down the street won't know. <laughs> right? So you won't you won't have the, the nerve to be feeling shame and guilt because you're trying to get your freedom. And beat on the steering wheel, honey, and holler at the top of your lungs. Things are expelled. Things are exposed. Things are broken up. This you can even administer in self-deliverance. Spend some time in worship. Get in your car. Go to a park. Wherever you got to go and scream at the top of your lungs, I'm telling you, um, you may not know that, that that's all it is. Um, there's a place of anguish that we get to, but there's also a place of surrender when we acknowledge what we know we're dealing with and we use our sound to penetrate the heavens. Right? That was Psalms 34 and 17. Psalms 107 and 6. And they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. There is power in the cry. There is power in the sound that penetrates the atmosphere. There is power and release and release for those that have the courage to know, listen, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm at the bottom of the bottom, and I need out of here. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it, but God you said that you're my strong tower. You said that I'm your righteousness. You said that you'd never leave me or forsake me. You said that if I sought you, you'd deliver me from my fears. God, you said that if I submit myself to you and resist the devil, he flee. You said, right? And so I have a tendency to remind God of his promise. I have a tendency to tell him, God, if it weren't for you, Listen, I wouldn't have access to any of this, but because, hallelujah, I do have you. Uh, liberty is my portion. Freedom is my daily bread. I thank you, God, that I can cry out to you with any and everything that I'm struggling with or through and that you will deliver me. When we come into the knowledge of Christ and we come into the truth of the kingdom of God, there are benefits to this. Forget, hallelujah, not my benefits. There are uh, uh opportunities for us to shift the trajectory of not just our lives, right? But at this point, for many of us, we're living from a place for legacy. I'm not living for me right now. You get past a certain age, this ain't about me. I need my children to be free. I need my children's children to be free. I don't have time not to believe that deliverance is their portion. I don't have time uh, to be talked out of the freedom that is free in this truth of this word of God. I ain't got time uh, to be arguing with somebody because they're terrified of the freedom that's offered because they're scared to deal with a demon. I walk in church after church after church, witches and warlocks and uh, oppressed people sitting on all the pews and everybody looking at each other like, ain't nothing going on. Are you kidding me? You don't see this? So we just going to leave them and let them go like that? One of the most frustrating things for me um, number one, as a woman, um, <laughs> is that because of tradition and custom, because of limited exposure, because for real, not many people want to deal with this. Listen, every day I get up, I'm trying to figure out how can I get somebody to understand that freedom is for them. 
I go to sleep thinking about your freedom. I go to sleep thinking about your children and your children's children, these college students that y'all make sure have books and sleeping bags. and co- How can we make sure that when it comes time to where they bottom out, they know they got a safe place to go and nobody will judge them and they can come get some deliverance administered. I go, if I need, got a problem, I go to one of my friends that's a, listen, listen, hey, let, I, I think I need some deliverance right here. I've been, I've been a little mean. I've been a little mean. Help, help your girl, right? All we ever have to do is steward our freedom. It is your responsibility to understand the truth that declares, that God declares over your life. It's not segregated. It's not isolated. It's not conditional. It's not a, a, a portion. Everything that he has in this good book that we read on a constant base it's for you. Why would you live a bound life when freedom is available? Why would you choose to be shackled when freedom is your portion? Why would you make a mental note? And you know, I think I just want to live bound because I don't, I don't believe, ain't no such thing as deliverance. Well, that's dumb, right? Especially if you're dealing with depression and oppression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts, you're cutting yourself. Listen, excuse me, can somebody walk me through some deliverance? Because I'm over here cutting myself. I'm over here I'm thinking about taking pills. I'm over here. Listen, there are spirits. I want to give you, um, I'm going to, you heard Phil talk about pigs in the parlor. Um, I want to give you some of the demon groupings and because I, I, I want you to get it, right? And I know I'm past time. I don't care because um, I need you to get this, right? I, I need you to understand that demonic influence is always, um, they don't walk as one, right? There are, are several groupings and it's, it's constant, right? So what you'll start to notice, oh, man. I think I deleted them after I put them in the group. Hold on one second, y'all. Um, they, they walk in in large groupings. They, they don't just um, operate in one. Now, every now and then, you'll find somebody that's just dealing with one thing. But in my season or time of doing deliverance ministry, that has not been the case. So let me just give you some ideas, right? So one of the common things that I see and I deal with is bitterness. Bitterness, right? Bitterness being the chief demon, right? Bitterness being the chief spirit. Underneath that is resentment, unforgiveness, temper, anger, retaliation, hatred, and murder, right? All of those are are real things. And what you'll start to discover as you walk further into freedom is if you find one impressed experience, you know, something like if you know you have a really bad temper or you're a flasher, for me, it was bitterness. And until I got delivered from bitterness in and of itself, disappointment because things happened over time. It didn't turn out how you think it would. Listen, that bitterness will set in, and the next thing you know, you're dealing with all of the rest of it. You're dealing with a temper. Anybody could say anything to you at any time, and you are like a lightning flash. You will go. Rebellion, right? Self-will, heck of stubbornness, anti-submissiveness, disobedience. You are deliberate about defying the things that you know will take you to the next place, right? Um, Things like strife. 
Strife comes with contention and bickering and being argumentative or quarreling, having a tendency to fight, uh, control. That deals with straight up witchcraft, right? Dominance, always trying to run everything. Possessiveness. Now, I could go on and on and on. We'll go into the love, life, and victory conversation in just a second. We will not be on the phone until 11 o'clock today. You hear me? <laughs> However, um, I, I really, I would love it, and there will be a link in the Declare Victory room. As a matter of fact, you can go to declarevictory.blog and go to our Amazon store and order the pigs in the parlor and a post, a plethora of additional books that will benefit you. Some of them um, by Apostle Garner, um, I, I, uh, uh, Dr. Hopkins or Apostle Hopkins. There are several different books for your use. Just to become aware, and I'm not saying everybody on this call is going to end up being a deliverance worker, but you need to know what you're dealing with. See, when you are unaware, we are, our world, whether or not we know it, is more spiritual than it is natural. But you can't deal with something you are completely unaware of. If you don't know that something exists, how do you even acknowledge it? Isn't it funny how sometimes you, you'll buy a car, like I had never seen this many, many Coopers until I got one. Now it seems like I see them every day, all day long. When you become aware of a thing, God will give you insight. Um, and, and it's just, it's natural. It's innate. We are created to see. <laughs> we are created to hear. We are created to understand. But if all day the enemy has uh, uh, spent all day distracting you with scrolling through Instagram, ain't made you a dollar, through flipping through Facebook, ain't made you a cent, watching TV for hours and hours and hours when, in fact, you could be getting this game, it's free, and it's really, it's really, really fly. And once you are aware, once you have the knowledge um, to move forward in it, it's not, not only is it not scary, and it, it, it is freeing to watch people walk into places of freedom from a revelation, from just getting an understanding. The word says in all of our getting to get understanding, right? When you start to understand your authority as a believer, when you start to understand that your walk is not remedial, that it's not useless, that it's not for not, you start to really recognize this power that we're talking about, why would you have an all-powerful, all-seeing, all-knowing God and, and walk around defeated and broken all the time? Who in the world wants to do that? Why would you do that to yourself on purpose when this level of freedom is actually available to you? Let me give you this last scripture and then I'll wrap it up. Second Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 4. And it says, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. We know that the weapons that we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. When you understand that you are a living, moving, breathing, vessel. You are an axe in the hand of the yielder. Your life is created to give life, to change life, to impact life, to influence life. Your life 
is the next best thing to somebody having a grenade in their hand. We know that he is the Bob and Gilead. But listen, he said, greater is he, hallelujah, that is in you than he that is in the world. He said, right, greater works than these shall ye do in my name. He said, miracles, signs, and wonders follow them that believe. Now, this is the question that I want to ask and pose right before we go into the second level of greeting. I want to ask you, do you believe the God you say you serve? Do you really? See, religion will have you thinking that going to church Sunday after Sunday is belief. See, I I move past belief. I don't believe anything. <laughs> I know it. I got I got receipts, baby. And I'm not talking about in deliverance work. I'm talking about in my life. I'm talking about the level of freedom that I get to walk in unapologetically. I'm appreciative of the truth, of the the revelation, of the knowledge of Christ. And I, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. I'm grateful for relationship with Jesus. I'm grateful for communion with him. I'm grateful that I can sense his presence. I'm grateful that I can hear his voice. I'm grateful that my life is a yielded vessel to the truth of who God is, walking in this promised peace, according to Ephesians. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to eat tomorrow. I ain't stressed out about rent. I ain't thinking about my car. No, he knows I need to get from A to Z because I'm the only one crazy enough to say what everybody in the room is thinking. He knows that I got to make sure I have some money because without any uh, any money, I can't be a blessing to nobody else. I ain't got time to be broke. He understands that I need to have the activity of my limbs so Give me the presence of mind and the wisdom to know that I need to move around. I need to physically exercise. I need to eat right to stay fit so I don't die because I'm greedy and I'm dealing with a a demon of gluttony and I won't confess it. He knows that I don't have time to buy stuff that I don't need because the enemy tricked me into thinking Amazon was my friend and they not. They steal your money and then you be trying to figure out why you're in such debt that you can't see your way out of a paper bag. Listen, he knows but relationships with him is not church. I love church. I love spending time with people. But you've got to have a relationship with the word, the living word that makes you free and free indeed. My freedom is, man, I wouldn't trade this level of freedom, this level of peace that passes all understanding that cancer didn't kill it, crazy didn't kill it, crack didn't kill it, I'm still here. And every day when I get up, I give the devil the business because every time I open up my mouth, I'm going to tell them how great my God is. And if somebody needs deliverance and we're in the bathroom, guess what? It's on site every time. Whatever we need to do to get you to a place of freedom. Listen, freedom is a decision that only you can make. It's available. My prayer for you this morning as we transition the call is that God will give you the capacity to receive the truth in love, the truth to power, to a place where your life is impactful for the kingdom. If hell is enlarging itself every day, baby, I came to give the devil the business on this morning. You won't take none of them under my care. You won't bother a single, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of listening to sad stories and hearing a whole bunch of defeat. When we can live a liberated life, it's a decision. 
I'm not arguing with a whole bunch of religiosity. Go ahead. If, you, if that's fine for you, if that's working for you with your bound thinking, with your broke, broken self, right? If that's working for you, stay there. That, that's fine. I don't want you to stay there. But more than anything, he doesn't want you to stay there when he came to give you freedom. Come out in Jesus' name. As I transition to what we'll do is I'll have the fellas speak first. Hold up, ladies. While Rochelle taking y'all off mute, I'm going to have the fellas say good morning first. We'll move from the fellas into anybody that may have called today for the first time. And then we'll go into um, uh, gangster ladies who, who will mash if, if, if allowed. So that being said, there may be someone that joined the call a little bit late, you didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. Again, fellas, men, if you don't have no testosterone right now, don't speak. Men, any of the fellas. Good morning, God. Morning, great morning. Hello, Wonder Twin. Good morning, declared victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Brother Jeff. Sarge. Hey, y'all, 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 y'all. Elder E in the house. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Brother E. Anybody else? JR said, Y'all want to say good morning? They may be tied up. Good morning, it's sunshine. Hey, Sunshine, good morning. You're not a new caller. Hold on. It ain't y'all turn yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If there may be somebody that joined the call for the first time. You may have been invited by somebody or somebody that just has never said good morning before. Follow instructions, y'all. Somebody that never said anything before or this is your first time calling. You want to say good morning? You don't have to, but you're welcome to. Good morning, good morning. it's me. Hey, good morning. I heard two people. Who was that and who was that? It's Nala. Good morning. Hey, Nala. Good morning. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's great to hear yourself. Who else was that? Good morning, Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Is this my Alicia Finley? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, hi, pretty girl. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Great morning. Blessings to you. Glad to have you on deck. Good stuff. Anybody else that may be new to the call that did not have an opportunity to say good morning? Hey, man. All, all right. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Good morning. My name is Yvette, and I'm calling from Lansing, Michigan. All right. Well, welcome. Welcome, Yvette. We are super glad to have you. Who invited you? Jacqueline. Oh, my, my assistant pastor, Jacqueline Richmond Dillard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I figured I figured as much. You said Michigan, so I figured it was it was that uh Jacqueline. Very good. Very glad to have you, Miss Yvette. Don't hesitate to call again. We meet Monday through Friday. Every day at six AM. We also have six PM calls. Amen. Very good to have you. Anybody else that may be new to the call that didn't get to say good morning? Good morning. This is Lakeisha. Good morning, Lakeisha. Who invited you? Um, your Facebook post. 
dope. Very good. Very good. Social media is good for something some of the time. <laughs> Amen. Very, very glad to have you here. Welcome, welcome. Don't hesitate to come again. We do it every single day. Amen. Anybody else? Hi, Tanya. This is Anna. I have a quick question. I didn't catch your link to access or to go through Amazon and get the book. Uh, okay. I'm on your website and I can't find it. Okay. Give me uh, two seconds, Anna. I'll actually I'll send it directly to you. I don't want you that to will be awesome. And I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll post it at the top of the website um, once we get off the call. And then that way oh. it will also be in the Victory Room as well as on the Declare Victory Facebook page. Um, so it will exactly. be and also on my personal page you'll be able to find the store. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. No problem. All Thank right. You. Ali, Ali, Oxenfree, we can say good morning now. Good morning. Good morning. It is Jubilant. Hey, good morning. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Good morning. It's wonderful, Wanda. Great declaration. Hey, wonderful. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning with your sword in your hand. You got a sword in your hand. Good morning, sis. <laughs> hey, Shell. Good morning, babe. Good morning, Dion. Hey, Lady Di. Good morning. Good morning. Great message. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man. I appreciate hey, your spirit. Stephanie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. This is Jacqueline. Good morning, everyone. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> hey, Fearless. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. It's Krishanda. Great declaration. It is written. It is written. It is. Absolutely. Good morning, Diamond and Becky. You kickboxing. Awesome. 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 Hey, Miss B. Hey, Sonia. Good morning to both of you ladies. Uh-huh. You still kickboxing, huh? <laughs> I'm a kickbox till I can't. <laughs> Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, good morning, all 27 of y'all at one time. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Happy Wednesday to you all. Good morning. Good morning. Great decoration. Hey, hey. <laughs> Good Thank morning, Sister Lisa. <laughs> Good morning, Amen. Great morning. Lafleur. God bless you, sis. Hey there, woman of God. Good morning. Great to hear your sound this morning. We're glad to have you. And yet praying for you, as my grandmother would say, in my real churchy voice. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Dean. Good morning. You went, uh, Pastor Brown, General George, on us with that that this this share this morning. My God, got me pulled out my spiritual voice for notes. Thank you, sister. <laughs> Amen. Good morning, B. I heard so Good morning, Dion. Good morning. This is Jacqueline. Good morning. Hey, hey, Jacqueline. It is Moxie. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, everybody. Hey, Moxie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's Patsy. Hey, Patsy, good morning. Good morning, Dion. Thanks for your 
amazing declaration. And I did I did purchase those books you recommended on delivering the pigs in the parlor. Very good. God bless you. Hey, Sylvia. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Suzette. Hey, Beth. Good morning. Glad to hear your sound, Beth. Glad to be heard. Thank you. Good morning. It's Denise from Pear Street. Hey, hey, Denise from Pear Street. Good morning. Great to hear your sound. Great morning, family. It's magnificent. Hey, magnificent. Great morning. Good morning. It's Denise. Hey, Denise. Good morning. Good morning. It's Lori. Thank you. Hey, Lori. Great morning. Amen. Let's let's um let's do this. We may not have had a chance to say good morning just yet, but what we'll do is go ahead and walk into the love life and victory conversation, and go ahead and go through um, a Q and A. You may have questions. You may have comments. You may have commentary. Um, you may even have a testimony. Know that this is and will always be safe space for any and every person. Um, that and, and don't feel like any question is too difficult or well I won't I won't invite using that word. But what I will say is we're here to answer your questions, to give clarity, to give context to content so that you are not finding yourself um with unanswered questions. And again, this is a lot. Um it is going to be a long month. Um but my prayer is that by the time we finish this um, you will not only have clarity, um, but you'll actually find it in your heart, especially if you are drawn to the ministry of deliverance, where you'll be ready to mount up, where you'll be ready to get into a further and a deeper training. Phil always does um, deliverance teachings and sessions so that you can actually learn what you are fighting. Um, there is kingdom vernacular that goes with this. There are um, spirits and demons that are not constant conversation, um, but they are, are actually um, necessary verbiage for deliverance ministry. And so you don't want to just do this. You don't want to just go out there telling no demons to come out because if your house ain't clean, they'll visit you. And I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I experienced. You can go way to the left and, and end up being borderline witchy if you go in too far. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what I've experienced and or seen. And so just know um, that there is training available, right? What what matters to us, we invest in. Sometimes it's not money. It's just our time. It is completely up to you. Amen. All right. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary, um, need clarity on anything? It's Prashanda. Um, hey, thank you for the, hey, thank you for this declaration, and um, thank you actually for what you just said because I was just about to say, um, um, you know, this teaching um, is. I was about to say it makes it less scary. <laughs> you just mm-hmm. said what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I said I'm going to go, back, you know, reach in the back of my in my cabinet and pull out pigs in a parlor because I think I bought it about a year, year and a half ago, and. 
Mm -hmm. um, understanding those guardrails was what part of the piece. And so maybe over this month we'll get more and pull out the book and I could hear. Um, but I, uh, but uh, yeah, I was, I think I had been a little bit fearful about some of it, but um, the Most whole idea are. of freedom, yeah, but mainly because we just don't know. You just um, don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I think, like, like you know, the whole thing that it's written, and the bottom line is that God loves us, and that these are tools and understanding. Again, if we know the word, we understand maybe some of the boundaries. So I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna be quiet, but I am glad to have the conversation so that I don't have to be you know, fearful of what I don't know. And I can pull mm -hmm. out the book and walk alongside while we go through this. Because I literally stuck that book in the back of the cabinet. I'm so. sure you did. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> That's how I was about 20 years ago. I was like, yeah, no, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. And I was like, you, you have to get somebody else to do this. Cause I, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Didi. Hey, so Krishanda is so on point for those. And for me, I, I say all the time, being raised is seeing me not having exposure to this teaching or deliverance ministry, um, that fear is a demon. It's so good. You touched on so much. And I'm laughing now because of the distraction, because we know what it is. But when you said the debating and the arguing, I'm still stuck um, at how many passes. And it's not a bash. It's just get your own study for yourself. My pastor says it all the time. Don't, no matter what I said in this pulpit and teach y'all, you better get your own understanding. And I think sometimes we get caught up in because pastor said it, we won't study for ourselves, but you got to know that deliverance is so necessary. And you touched on everything because a lot of times if you don't feel like you're dealing with something, oh, we all are. Every single one of us needs to be delivered from something. You might not think you do, but we, oh my God. But I will tell you, since I saw that movie come out in Jesus' name, there are some things and some habits that I had I no longer have. And I'm so grateful. So it's real. And I love you to life, Miss Dion. I do. Thank you for being my sister and loving me with flaws and all. I love you more. And actually, the, the new version, well, it's not the new version. They actually released um, they have about 30 minutes, as Phil said. Um, I went to go see it yesterday um, with a girlfriend who didn't even know that it existed. We went to go see it uh, for a matinee, and um, the deliverance portion where he walks you through renunciations and disavowing and things of that nature, a portion of repentance, um, is actually in the movie theaters, but what I notice is they don't have a nighttime showing. It's only a 10.45 a.m. and a 1.45 p.m., and that's for those of you that are on the West Coast um, in the city of Vallejo. They also have it playing at the Pleasant Hill Theater as well. Just FYI, if anybody wants to go check it out, it is very informative. Um, it, it is simple. It's not not real complicated. Um, some people may be weirded out because there aren't um, a lot of, there aren't any African Americans in it. But please don't let that be a deterrent. It's a really good movie. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, pretty. Hey, girl. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> so you know I want to see the movie, right? Yes, ma'am. So, um, I had been 
riding in the car with my husband, with him chauffeuring me around like I'm he driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> right? For fear. Out of fear. Um mm. I couldn't sit in the front seat. Wouldn't sit in the front seat. Mm-hmm. You sure would. Yesterday, I remember that. Yesterday, I went to pick up my grandkids. We have twin grandkids, so they had to sit mm-hmm. in the back. I sat in the front seat. I ain't thought about no fear. I ain't thought about baby. When they cast them demons out in that movie theater, it was just two. First, it was three of us in there. And then it was just me and Swanita, and we had us a Holy Ghost good time. Amen. And he called out some stuff, and baby, I am delivered. Do you hear me? Amen. This thing That's is a real. real. Thing. It's a real thing. And mm-hmm. I just thank God that I was on this call to hear. You had told me when we went to lunch, but I forgot. Mm-hmm. And I was reminded when. Uh, Minister Philip told us about it on Monday, and I went to see it, and I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. Um, I ordered pigs in the parlor, and I'm ready for any teaching. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be yes, the ma'am. same. <laughs> it's real. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, woman of God. I love you. I love you more, babe. Thank you for sharing. Good morning. Um, this is Brianna. Hey, Thank Bri, you so much. Um, good morning. <laughs> Thank you so much for that declaration. Uh, I just one thing that you said that um, illuminated some things for me is when you talked about TV, um, and it was brought to my attention earlier. I mean, it's still pretty early in the year, but a few months ago that. TV was one of the ways that was distracting me from getting into work. And so I would get off of work, watch TV. Like I would at that time have to have TV on in order to sleep. And um, I realized, like you said, I was on this cycle. It seemed like I, I would start off watching a little bit and then it would turn into as soon as I get off of work, I'm watching it all the way into bed. And just basic things weren't getting done. Um, you know, getting ready for work or even praying would be like five minutes, 10 minutes. And it wasn't like, you know, what it, what it is now. And um, so thank you for touching on that because though I knew it was a distraction hearing it, I feel like set me free even more. Um, I want to say the last time I watched, well, the last time I watched TV was yesterday for about 30 minutes. And uh, before that I hadn't watched it and I didn't even realize that I have been doing so many productive things that I didn't mm-hmm. miss TV. It was just no longer mm-hmm. part of my life. And I had some like went through my whole day and had like 30 minutes before I had to do anything else. And even that, when I was done, I was like, man, I could have been in the word right then, like for that good 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I stayed up 30 minutes later so that I actually could get in the word, but it is 100% a huge distraction. And, you know, talking to God, I'm like, I don't want to be on this same cycle. Like something literally needs to break off me because I can't be where I was last year or the year before. And and not to say TV was the only thing, but it, it was really a big thing. So now getting in my word, I got like three books that I'm reading for three different things right now. And just being more productive in my day, I get up early, I go to bed late and I'm still refreshed. Whereas before it would feel like I'm sorry, I'm that's um anyways, I would feel like I'm 
you know, in that in that short time, I guess what I would consider short time, I felt re more refreshed because I was getting in or I am getting in the word before I go to bed and first thing when I wake up. Um, so thank you for touching on that. I feel like I was set free even a little more um, knowing again that it's not just me who've experienced that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a real thing. It's a, it's a real thing. And thank you um, for touching of that and keeping in mind that I said Sometimes delivering is not deliverance is not somebody saying come out, but it is really having um, something brought to your attention, and you get uh, information is not transformation. Revelation is when you get a revelation of certain things. Listen, your life is created to be an asset to those who lack the truth of the knowledge of Christ. Your life is a light. That's why he calls us salt and light, right? And so somebody's deliverance may be tied in your yes. Somebody's deliverance may be tied in your surrender. Somebody's deliverance may be tied to your deliverance, right? The freer you get, the more you get to live your faith out loud, the more you get to stand in the truth of what God says and not what culture agrees with. We are in the world, but not of the world. Coming mm -hmm. out is a matter of understanding. And all thy getting, get an understanding. This is not my opinion. It's the truth of the word of God, and it is for you. This is not the end of your journey. If it were, you'd be dead. If you're still alive, if you're still kicking, if you still have the activity of your limbs, and e even if you're in a wheelchair, if you have no arms, no legs, you still have action at being somebody's influence. Right? Don't let anybody intimidate you about the weight of your influence. You don't have morning. to apologize. Morning. Somebody needs to mute their phone. I would have mute your phone. This Whoever would have had something, mute your phone for us. We we can hear you. Okay. Um. Anybody else? Thank you again, Brianna. Great, great commentary. I went, look, I went to somebody. Thank you. Mm, let, me, let me save that. I, I ain't gonna save that because I don't know who on this call. Anyway, go ahead. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary. Hey, yeah. Michelle, let me jump on in. Let, uh -huh. let me let me say. Go ahead. Over mm -hmm. here with this. Uh, uh, ever since I got that, um, I'm gonna say revelation. Okay, yeah. I, I'm 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 gonna receive that. Um, this chin to chest, the chin to chest. Uh, help meet over here, man. Mm -hmm. If I tell you, I'm breathing. I'm breathing. Mm -hmm. Not holding my breath. See, I'm breathing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To God be mm -hmm. the glory. I, and as you were declaring, I was, I was saying all I could hear is forget what you heard. Remember what mm -hmm. you read. Mm -hmm. Real talk. Great, great, great share. Great share. Love you, sis. Mm -hmm. Thank you Love for you not, not allowing us to be bound, even though, no. you know, we, we, we want to point fingers and, and tr study trying to push the beam over to the left so you can still kind of see. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Let it go. It ain't yours. Receive it mm -hmm. so you can be delivered in, in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. It's real. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Amen. I heard somebody else trying to chime in while uh, Rochelle was talking. Who was that? Good morning. It's me. Mm -hmm. Hey, Negro. <laughs> hey, um, I just want to say thank you for allowing God to use you to bless us. And you said we got what the rest of the rest of the month to hear about deliverance from um 
to Sister Jodine yesterday and um, Pastor Watson on Monday. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I think I learned had enough for the year. Oh, my God. I've been truly blessed. And I tell you this, um, I've been delivered from, uh, I don't even know what you want to call it, but my brother, my first brother died in 95. And ever since then, okay, I had Okay, to, wait, wait. Wait, no, let me, I'm not let me go preface that long drawn out. this. Okay, no, I was going to say, don't real you long draw the story this morning. It's not, no, because <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know I could be that long. But I just want to say this really quick. My first brother died in 95. Now we are in 2023. I have actually had to go to sleep hearing the TV, hearing some type of noise, whether it be TV or music, you know, just to hear a distraction because I, I could not, even when I drive, I have to hear music because. I could, I, I could, I wasn't used to silence. I couldn't, I, I just can't sit in silence. I couldn't sit in silence, I should say. Um, and I had to hear something going on because I just, the fear and the things that go on in my mind, I just, you know, and, and so now, just now, like this last year, um, I can, I can now go to sleep with the TV off. But guess what? Now my husband has picked it up. He cannot go to sleep without hearing noise. And I was like, wow. And I'm like, Kyle, turn the TV off. I can't sleep. He was like, no, I need it. He said, I'm, I'm, I can hear it. I'm, I'm listening to the TV. I'm like, no, you're not. You're asleep. So it's like it, he didn't pick up what I went through all these years. It, we would be at a hotel on vacation. I still had to listen to something while I slept because I didn't, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, silence would kill me. And now he's mm-hmm. picked up. So now I, <laughs> I don't know how to get rid of this. Like, I don't want to listen to the TV. I don't want to listen to music. I need silence so I can pray and hear from God. But he needs to hear the TV. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Amen. Amen. And so I'm going to have to have that a That just means get on, your, get, on your, yeah, get on your job as a wife, wife. Yes, yes. I was like, well, so just, I just delivered from that. Whatever that was, you know, I, I now I can just, now I can, I can rest in silence. I can pray and I can hear from God. And I've been delivered from a lot more than that that I care not to discuss, but I want to say thank you, sis. I love you. I love you too, babe. Thanks for sharing. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, ma'am. It's Pastor LaFleur, a beautiful share. I just want to say when you started talking about the grouping um, and the different spirits, like the chief spirits and then the ones that are also along with the spirit, so profound because I started reading Pigs in a Pollard probably about eight months ago, still working through the workbook of it. Um, And it is, like you said, you know, if you're not ready for that, you have to be mindful and careful because it does open and unlock doors to things that, you know, if you're not really girded up and God has really sent you for this, um, it could be detrimental to you, you know, where you uh, find yourself in this cycle. Um, I just want to say to the woman that just spoke about her husband um, that that watches TV um, in order to go to sleep. I just heard God say, same grace. So at, at one point you were doing that, and now he's doing it, same grace. And just keep in mind that God can speak to you through the sound of that TV. He can, he can speak over that sound because he speaks in a whisper. So you're not going to experience any distractions. You're not going to miss a word from God because God knows how to speak in your ear. And you will hear God even if your husband has that TV on. So don't let the enemy try to trick you into thinking that you're about to miss anything from the Lord. Um, same grace, same grace that it took for you to come through that, give him that also. But I love you. This was a beautiful teach this morning. And um, thank you guys for your prayers for my family. We love you guys. Amen. 
Amen. Anybody else? Thank you. Thank you, Pastor LaFleur. I appreciate your sound this morning. I just keep hearing this, Krishanda. I just keep hearing over and over and over, because he loves you, because he loves Man, me, because, because he loves his love. you. Oh, because mm-hmm. his love is so immense. That's a that's a definite. His love is so great for us. He just wants us to be free, y'all. That's all. He just wants us to be free. And all you got to do is, yeah, I agree. I'd like to be free, Jesus. Thanks. Help. <laughs> Cry loud, spare not in this thing. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. I'm so grateful. I just I'm I'm sneaking in the in the clinic room to just tell you that I'm grateful to be a part of Declare Victory and it's teaching. Honey, I, I I'm about to jump out the wall and I'm just grateful <laughs> and I'm happy and I love y'all and I just love you and I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Oh, my God, I'm so happy. Oh, my God, I'm so happy. I love you. I got to go back on you. <laughs> love you more, babe. Hey, Dion, it's Persistent. Hey, let me, let's get an order. Who else was that? Persistent. Hey, Persistent. And Crystal Brown. Crystal Brown Crystal. in Lansing, Michigan. All right. Hey, Crystal, go ahead. So I just appreciate this morning's um, teaching. I am dealing with a grandson that I know needs to go through deliverance. And so just being really frustrated, trying to help and to navigate through that, still be in a grandmother's position and let my daughter um, run her household. But she's not strong enough, quite honestly. And so just being able to identify the different spirits, starting with, um, the bitterness, and I'd like more information on that because I am so frustrated. I'm so frustrated, and um, I see the spirit behind it, and just dealing with the manipulation, and still trying to love him because I'm I'm, I'm mad and I'm frustrated, but still knowing that love is my weapon and loving him. While I see the spirit behind manipulating is what I am being challenged with right now. So his name is Joshua. You guys could just call his name out and pray for him. But I'm standing there in the gap for him. And just these tools are helping me. Dion, the car dropped on me. Oh, okay. the car dropped on me. So I don't know what else, what all you heard, but um, thank you. Oh no, no, no. The car—it's it, okay. I was on mute. I didn't realize I was on mute, and I was—I was actually talking. Um, thank you, Crystal, for sharing. Um, thank you for being so transparent. Um, as you were talking, what I literally hear the Lord say is have your grandson evaluated. So listen, there are certain things that I understand today um, that religion will have you kind of caught up with if you if you don't pay attention. Take your grandson, let them evaluate him. Because some things, until he can get to a place where he can give his own yes, um, it, it may require something a little bit deeper. And so I hear what you're saying, but I'm telling you what I heard Holy Spirit say. 
Um, I, I am praying for your heart, and we will also absolutely consistently lift Joshua up. Um, for we know what the word says about him. We know what God calls him to be, and we will call him by his name. I'm praying even for you uh, with that spirit of frustration um, and and the anxiety that comes with not being able to solve it immediately. Um, you'd have to know my story to understand. <laughs> so not only do I get it, I got it. You hear me? <laughs> yes. Uh, hold on, because Persistent said something. Nope, hold on. Persistent, go ahead. And then whoever, who just said, hey, D? Nisi. Hey, Nisi. Okay, go, go Persistent and then Nisi, go. I just wanted to um, just uh, just say thank you. You said so much this morning. And again, you know, just to have the um, the head knowledge and going to church all these years, and to come into the truth of how much time, personally, I know I have wasted for one thing or another. But don't don't even want to look back anymore. And to come into a group of believers who are actually have the knowledge and are walking in that authority. I've always said that our world is more spiritual than natural. Greater are the things that you don't see than you do see. But I wasn't able to walk in it, to get it. But now it's, I, I, I can sense it's changing. And it's all because of Declare Victory. It's all because of your truth and your teaching. I don't, it's, some, it's a part of me that don't even want to look at my history. I don't even want to dwell there too long. I just want to grab a hold and lay of things that are in front of me. And I know that's the word as well. So I just wanted to say thank you again for this, because you said so much this morning. And um, I'm getting it. Now I just got to mm-hmm. study and walk in it. And I appreciate mm-hmm. you. So thank you. Amen. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this for um, context and for the people that are listening that don't know my heart. Um, the clear victory is just a tool. It's all because of the Holy Spirit. It's all because of Jesus. So I don't, I don't ever want anyone to think that we take credit. For any of it, because listen, this it, it this don't even belong to me. I'm just I just happen to be present. This this whole platform does not need me to exist, and so I'm just grateful that it is a tool um, to free believers and walk you into your truth. And um, Priscilla, I'm proud of you. Um, I heard you, and I'm excited about um, you getting past the dwelling place right, the place where we dwell on our history. And again, deliverance often happens one revelation at a time. And it takes how long it takes. The more work you do, the freer you get, the more open you get. That being said, Nala, go ahead. Um, I'm just going to circle back to Crystal for one second because as Very you as and then as you were speaking, the spirit of frustration is a distraction. And literally, God is saying, don't be moved by that. And to love the hell out of Joshua, mm-hmm. I heard as she was speaking. And Dion, I just want to say to you, thank you for your consistency and never changing. Mm-hmm. And I pray that you heard my heart in that. Mm-hmm. I do. I hear you. And I love you very much. Likewise. 
Nala, this is Tanya, not Tanya. Man, man, I can't wait for you to roar. Oh, Jesus. I can't wait for it. Ooh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I remember the days. Oh, my God. I love you to life. I love you to life. I love you to life. Do you hear me? I love you to That's life. I was saying, nothing has changed. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, I love you. I'm, I, I can't wait for your roar. Okay, I'm going on mute. Hey, Dion, this is Sonia. I wanted to go back to hey. the young lady that was talking about. She finally was able to sleep with the, the TV off, but her husband is picking it up. I heard her say, Melissa, change the station. Change channel. And how you have been giving us the instruction to listen to soaking music. Change the channel, have them listen to soaking music. And listen to the word. And watch what happens. Come back on mute. Anybody else? Good morning, good morning, good morning. I heard when you said that. Like uh, Sister Sonia said, change the channel. I heard, listen to the daily audio Bible at night Mm -hmm. for the men's voices and talking and all of that stuff. Different channel. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. Anybody else? Yes, good morning. Sister Shar here. Um, As you were speaking, honey, um, I'm reminded of a dream that the Lord had gave me. Um, to uh, help me with uh, fear. Um, I was sleeping and I could hear this roar. It's like this very intimidating, fearful um, um, roar, even to the point I could feel the heat of the lion's mouth. And if I mm. opened my eyes, I had fear that it was just going to bite my head off. I felt it in my dream, but I felt it in a natural and I was so scared, and I wouldn't open my eyes until I heard the Holy Spirit tell me to open my eyes and look. And when I looked, it was, in fact, a huge um, lion, and the roar was so vicious, and the mouth was so large, and, and it was, you know, it, it seemed that it was really going to chunk my head off. I, my heart mm-hmm. was racing, and and the Holy Spirit told me to look closer, keep looking, because I wanted to shut my eyes um, because of the intimidation of the sound and what I saw. And, but as I stared, the 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 lion didn't have any teeth. It was no, nothing <laughs> in its mouth that could hurt me. It was just the the sound and the intimidation of what it looked like. And as I began to focus in on the, the lion didn't have any teeth, and I realized at that point, well, how is it going to eat me? And as I kept staring, and the fear began to leave and leave and gone, and as that happened, it turned the lion, the huge lion, turned into this little bitty, tiny little cat, and it was like <laughs> intimidated by me because I realized it couldn't do me any harm. So I just mm-hmm. thank and praise God uh, for that, and. Uh, great declaration. Amen. Amen. And that's that's the reality, even of coming into the understanding 
of the power and the authority that we have in deliverance, when you start to understand that you have more power than the enemy ever had to begin with, you stop being afraid and start welcoming the confrontation. It's it's not scary here, y'all. I promise. I, I live here, right? And then after a while, what you'll start to do is recognize that the enemy sees you when you walk into a room, literally, not figuratively. Those spirits, those demons, those influences, they, they know who you are, just like when you become aware, you know who they are. So don't ever allow yourself to be intimidated by what you think might be scary. Truth is, he ain't never had no teeth. <laughs> he always been bald-mouthed, as my grandmother would say. Mm-hmm. And, and the then, scripture the Lord else? gave me was, was Luke ten nineteen. Mm-hmm. As a roaring lion. Amen. Hey sis, this is uh this me it's ten it's ten you're not telling you. I know you said we're not gonna go to eleven o'clock, but um if we could go to ten forty five, I'm kidding. Listen, <laughs> I because I can't either. <laughs> I gotta get on the road. You know, I just wanted to use Crystal. I'm not picking on you at all, but I want to just use something as a teachable moment. So for the people who feel like they can't be demonized. Because we, we do not believe that believers can be possessed. So for people who feel like they can, they, they, they're, you're struggling, uh, you're just like you want to believe, but you don't have, like, where do you, how do you come up with that, right? And you haven't gotten to that point yet. Let's, let's, use, let's use this example really quickly. So Crystal talked about how um, she was experiencing frustration. Um, and I think I, she didn't say she was bitter, but I heard her use the word bitter I couldn't hear all of um, everything, but let's let's just use frustration. Had Crystal not put a voice to the frustration, what would happen is it would continue to be nurtured. It could be nurtured mm-hmm. by thoughts. It could be nurtured by um, actions, but nurtured, constantly talking, constantly thinking about it. Telling your girl, oh, I'm so frustrated. I don't know what I'm going to do with this boy. Or I don't know what I'm going to do with this girl. Or I don't know what I'm going to do with my husband or what I'm going to do with my wife. Every time they do. And thinking about all the negative things, right? That's what I mean by nurturing it. What happens is, is that we have now, ah, carangueto. We've opened the door. We opened the door. Nobody forced it. Nobody. So that's why we have to be so careful. It's subtle things. The scripture says that it's the little foxes that will destroy the vine, not the big old things that are obvious. You know to fight them, right? But just like, you know, being frustrated is an acceptable thing in our society, right? Then we go smoke some weed, purple vapor or whatever it was. Man, that was an amazing conversation yesterday. Whatever it was. We, we go get something to help calm us down, and then we go get something to help bring us back up or whatever the case may be, or just to medicate how we're feeling. That's the entrance. That's an example of the entrance and us um, nurturing that thing, and it becomes bigger, and it becomes stronger, and it becomes difficult for you to silence it. It becomes diff- Now it has a foothold, and it takes control, and then it invites rage, or it invites anger, or it invites, hey, y'all, I got it over here. The door is wide open. Come on, bitterness, right? That's, that is an example of 
the entrance of a thing. Generally, it starts with a thought. That's why we must cast down every imagination into the obedience that, and make it subject unto the obedience of Christ. I hope that made sense to somebody. Thanks, Dee. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff, good stuff. And absolutely, um, one of the things you'll start to notice, um, the more aware you become, is that our words literally fuel our next steps. One of the fastest ways to move into places of deliverance is by changing your language. When you change your language, you change your life, right? Our words have the power to catapult us or to capsize us based on our interpretation or our understanding. Our surrender to the truth of what God has already said about us, um, I have been very intentional here of late with my older two boys in saying, hey, man of God, how are you, right? Now, sometimes their behaviors is not man of God-ish. But if I constantly remind them of what God said about who they are, it's not like you can ignore me, right? <laughs> it's not like you can act like you didn't hear what I said. So our responsibility is already um, always to point them back to the truth of what the word God says. After our children become a certain age, and this is for you, Crystal, they have to be in agreement. The Bible says, how can two walk together lest they agree? Now, you can, you, if you put your child in the environment, are they willing to come? Sometimes they might be um, frustrated in going, but if they'll, if they'll go through the steps of showing up and you are in a, in a church or a facility where they actually administer deliverance, the spirit has to be subject to the truth. Um, but you got to create those environments so that your grandson can get to the place of freedom, so that Joshua can um, be in an atmosphere where deliverance is possible. Really, the, the truth for all of us is you get into a place where deliverance is not only acceptable, but welcomed. They are far and few between. Um, but deliverance is going to happen, right? If, even if you get into the movie, because it's for real deliverance at the end. It's, it's serious. Amen. 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 Um, thank you, Tam, for sharing. Thank you, Nala, yes, uh, for thank reiterating. You, thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Anybody else? Yo, I just wanted to jump on and say, what up? Got it. What up, though? <laughs> <laughs> what up, though, Demon Slayer? My Demon Slayer <laughs> dude right here. <laughs> what up? I love I'm going my back brother. over you. <laughs> <laughs> love you, man of God. Appreciate you. Hey, yo, hey, yo, Phil, did, did you hear me say Apostle Garner was teaching the last day? Um, no, I did it, but uh, what? Yep. <laughs> what? I'm oh, stop! I got right. <laughs> oh, stop! Run uh, for cover. I'm soul juice. Run Listen, for what I tell, cover. What I, tell, what I tell you that that first day, I said, well, we established it. I'm telling you. So I took so much time. I was like, by the end of this month, I'm telling you, God about to take this thing to a whole nother place. 
Declare victory, all of this. You heard the heart of God, and you flowing with it. Oh, it's going down. It's going up. Oh, uh, going up. I'm sorry. Let me change my words like you just said. It's going up. You know what I'm whoop, saying? Whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. All right, I'm back on mute. Love you. Hey, Dion, I just thought about something really funny. When Apostle Garner came to the Bay Area, I think it was 2017, he came to the Bay Area. And so Dion said, let's go, let's go. So I was like, okay, whatever. I had not, I've not heard of him before. Um, so I trust the God in her, right? And so <clears throat> we go to his church. I don't know what happened. She was supposed to be there that night. Something happened. And I don't know how I got tricked into sitting in the very front, like I was on the first or the second mm-hmm. pew. And um, so so <laughs> I had not heard some of the things that he had talked about. Now, in my spirit, I knew that he wasn't off, but it was just odd for me because I was super religious at the time. And so one of the things that he said was, now what we're going to do is I want you to, <laughs> I make it a habit. Can I just give this disclaimer? If I go to a church I'm, I'm not familiar with or a ministry or whatever, I usually sit towards the back because if it gets off, I'm tipping out the door. And so um, when he said, okay, now I want you to open your mouth. I'm sure because he's locked in on me. My eyes must have bucked out, out of my head. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, he's trying to make us speak in tongues. He gonna teach us how to see Dion. Oh, I can't wait till I see Dion. But it wasn't that at all. Then he had the nerve to say, "Some of y'all with y'all religious self." I said, "Oh Jesus!" I said, "Lord, please, I don't know what to do. How do I just..." <laughs> now, mind you, I have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I was filled when I was eight years old. However, I wasn't real. I wasn't used to people. This is for my religious friends that's on the line. I wasn't used to on command being able to just speak in tongues, speak in my, I call it speak kingdom, right? And so to my astonishment, I began to speak. Like I was like, oh my God. And then I kept coming and I learned how to pray differently. And I've been liberated ever since. I'm an on-demand kind of kingdom woman. Because sometimes we don't know how we should pray. I just thought that was so funny, Dion. And to, I'm so excited. You guys are really in for a treat when Apostle Garner, there's somebody else that's coming too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, there he is. Prophesy. I'm telling you, I don't know. This is not, this is not like, I don't know why I can't let this go. Somebody else is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may not be this month, but I know that somebody else is coming. That before is before this to. year ends. Before this year ends, absolutely. Listen, and, and it's gonna it's gonna catapult every absolutely and everybody. Yep, we just gonna keep on confessing it. Hey sis, that, do me a favor, yep. real quick, just yes. for the folks that's on the line. And okay. and this this too has much to do with deliverance. Will you just okay. pray a really short kingdom vernacular prayer? Okay, okay, okay. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, our God, our keeper, the ancient of days. Today, we bless you for who and what you are. We thank you because we understand that we are the beloved. We are dearly, I might say, we are dearly loved by you. 
not because of what we've done, but because of what your son Jesus did. The redemptive work on the Christ on the cross allows us to be righteous, stand in right standing with you. We are your righteousness. You love everything about us. You love our ups and our downs, especially our downs, because it gives you an opportunity to show up and to be God. You are glorified. You are glorified in every situation that we face. We are entitled to blessings. It's a part of your promise to us because every time we are blessed, every time we allow you to bless us, it allows us to demonstrate your glory to the world. Every time you bless us and we don't take the credit, it is a testimony as a living epistle that we are your children and that you are you didn't just do this for us, but you do these things, these types of things for all believers. It's not your desire that any should perish. It's not your desire that any should be lost. It's not your desire that any should be bound. That's why you sent your son, Jesus, so that we could have life and life more abundantly. It is your desire that we are free, that we operate in freedom, that we operate in love. Our perfect love casts out all fear. Father, we declare today that we will lay aside every, we won't just lay it aside, we'll cast it aside. You told us that we could cast all of our cares on you. Because God loves us because he loves, no, God loves you because he loves you, 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 because he loves you. And nothing that you do, nothing that you say, even if you made a decision, this is foolishness and I don't want to be delivered. I don't need to be delivered. Even if you made a decision today, I don't want nothing to do with declare victory anymore. Even if you made a decision, I'm cool. God still loves you and he will never change his mind about you. Amen. There, there is, um, there is a, a shifting coming that was predetermined that didn't have uh, anything. If you're a part of this conversation today, um, I'm believing God that not only is he going to shift your life, but that you will hunger and thirst for righteousness because of his great desire to fill you, to fill you with the truth so that even in your presence, um, even if you're not going through quote unquote deliverance steps, there is a thing called impartation. It's a real thing um, that the spirit that's on me to see people free. Um, impede your thought process, impede your understanding that your life would be not just about your liberty, but the liberty um, wherewith you were saved, that other men would come crying, what must I do to be saved, that your life be salt and light, and that your heart 
for the things of kingdom and not for church or religion or tradition be shifted toward the heart and mind and will of the Father so that you will become almost like a rag doll in his hand. The truth is, the more you spend time with people, as I get to watch people walk into a greater and a deeper revelation and understanding of who they are in God's eyes, I know for a fact, I have proof that if you just live your faith out loud, if you operate from the place of righteousness that is established in him, listen, we don't have to perform for God. <laughs> we don't have to do hat tricks. We don't have to jump through hoops. All we have to be is available and willing. And God does what he does in his time, and he does it extremely well when you are open to the truth of who he says you are. Period. And after a while, you stop praying, woe is me, prayers, and you just start speaking back to him his truth. We are the beloved of God. There's nothing he'll withhold from us. We don't have to worry about rent. The longer you worry about rent, the longer you got to figure out how to pay it. I don't worry about my bills. He got that. He know I need to be able to move around the cabin. I don't worry about these kids. I can't control them. They're not mine. They belong to him. When you hand them back to him, you take the frustration off and you start saying, oh, okay, that's what we're doing this week. Okay, that's fine. That's between you and God. <laughs> Now, it doesn't mean that we don't get uncomfortable as parents. doesn't mean that we don't get uncomfortable as wives or husbands. It just means that we understand Romans 8 and 28 is employed to shift us into places of freedom. The sooner you accept his word for your life, the sooner you get to operate from that place of liberty that I'm talking about, this place that um, people almost don't, well, not almost, uh, almost, people don't like me about. I don't care. This freedom is so high. This revelation of the fact that he loves me in spite of me, the fact that he didn't just go to the cross, he went to the cross as me because he knew that I would be the Savior. It's not segregated. It's not isolated. It's not conditional. It's not stipulation. It is free to all that will receive his love. This is my prayer for each and every heart under the sound of my voice, that he would give you the capacity to receive the truth of his love in such a way that your life would be a reflection of his grace, that your life would remind people every day that this God, this sovereign God that we talk about is true and living, and he's available to all those who will receive him. Right? Amen. Questions, comments, commentary from anyone else? Good morning, Dion. This is Tarina. Great share on deliverance. You know, this is my topic too. But anyway, I want to piggyback on that. When you share with someone in a car, go on the screen. That car, my car, is a sanctuary to me. It's a secret place to me, especially when you're driving on the, going to your destination. It takes two or three hours. That's the time I get on that. I I. Pray to God. I don't care who is looking because I'd be crying and I'd be snotting and everything else. I got mm -hmm. to get. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Have mm -hmm. an awesome day. <laughs> hey, P. You too, Trin. Hey. 
I wanted to say when Phil was talking and you were talking about, you know, deliverances anywhere, and I don't even know if he knows this, but when Armani was on tour and Phil showed up at the venue, and it's funny, we laugh about it, but just imagine, you guys know the little the little club spots, it's dark, they doing what they do, and Armani said it was quiet in there, and he just heard his voice. So y'all here, just imagine Phil's voice, Monty Draper, but all of that to say is that since that encounter, he's not been the same. His whole group has been um, changed. And so right now, I just seen some of them on the weekend. One of the young men got diagnosed with um, cancer. And so just the faith, I'm, I know that encounter that Phil had because he prayed for our money, but just him showing up, and y'all know how off the chain he is. So I just want to say it don't matter where you are. He made an impact, and so it's trickling through them. Because don't get caught up in how y'all think people are because of what they do. And that's what I think we're judging because they're in music and they're not church, church, church 24-7. These young people are living, they might not do everything perfect, but neither do we. But just that encounter with Phil showing up made a big difference in my son's life. So it feels so listen, thank you, bro. And it, it, it made a big difference. Wow. Praise God. Hey man. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Praise God. He's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else? Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody else? And if not, I'll I'll let you guys have your your day because we still got about twenty seven days worth of this. Come on, Di. Huh? I'm mm-hmm. no, I'm just I, you just oh my God, just come on! You just got me so excited. <laughs> come on! All right, I'm going. I'm, I'm back over you. Go. Yeah, we get we getting free in this thing by hook, rook, or crook. I ain't taking no for answer. You coming out? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, if we don't have any more questions, comments, or commentary, I won't hold the line. It is eight twenty-one. Um, we've been here for a couple of hours. I pray um, that something that I said encouraged you, empowered you, inspired you. But more than anything. Tenderize your heart to the truth of the power of deliverance ministry and what it offers to all believers that are willing to receive it. I pray that you get a hunger um, for more freedom, that you get a hunger for more liberty, and that you spend time in God's presence. Don't take my word for it. Study, study, study. Second Timothy 2.15. Get to know the Father and his plan for your life for yourself. It is imperative that we be equipped, um, that we be equipped with sound doctrine and, and with the revelation knowledge that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Go after God. Chase after him with the expectation that the next level, the next part of your journey, the next experience will lead you closer to the truth of who God has already spoken you as before the foundations of the earth. I pray this morning that you go and you grow in love, that you would be the Jesus that somebody needs to see, that during your fast today, that you are disciplined, that you are focused and you are spending time in the presence. Listen, go ahead and grab you some word, listen to you something that's good, because otherwise you will just have not eaten all that. 
fill yourself up with something that nourishes your soul, not just your body. So that being said, if there are no more questions, anybody going once, going twice? So to the highest bidder, I will hear you guys back here at 5 p.m. Um, otherwise, we'll hear you right back here tomorrow, same bad station, same bad time, with more teaching on this amazing topic, uh, this freedom of deliverance. I love you guys. Have an amazing day. I'll hear you at 5 p.m. Bye, guys. Bye, Dion. I've got a question. When is the playback uh, available? It's usually posted within a day or two, so it's been very quick, so it'll probably be posted today. Just keep checking.